Many years ago, when incredibly invasive and likely harmful surgeries and human experimentation was not as regulated or looked down upon, a very unusual experiment was conducted on a prison inmate. He was in that prison because of many evil acts and wicked things he had done, and he was given an option. He could have a brain surgery where a doctor thought he could remove the evil tendencies that prisoner had, and in return, he could have his freedom, go under the knife, and walk out a free man. He was then observed to notice changes in his behavior. You may not be surprised to hear this, but a few weeks after his surgery and the recovery period, he murdered someone. You see, friend, surgery cannot cure sin. Today, discipleship study number 13, as we dive in, as we spend the next two days on this topic, I'd like to point out that the testimonies of dozens of prisoners just this year that have accepted Christ as their personal Savior and have had a change of behavior indicates that Jesus Christ, he has power over sin. But there's nothing that we can humanly do in and of our own ability, our will, and our volition to cure sin that's inside of each one of us. In just a few moments, we are going to dive into this discipleship study. Before we do that, I'd like to introduce you to myself. I'm Evangelist Mike McCurry. It's such a great honor to be the executive director here at Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you ever have the opportunity to visit our location here in Bloomington, Illinois, please do. And actually, I'm giving you an open invitation for this coming Saturday. You see, our ministry has been around for over eight decades. And this coming Saturday, November 7th, from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., we are opening our doors to the community. Normally, our ministry ships most of our tracks. We very rarely have walk-in customers, have much foot traffic, though we're not opposed to it whatsoever, and we'd love for you to drop by. But so often, we mail out our products. We print, distribute, ship for free gospel tracks all over the world. If you don't know what a gospel tract is, visit our website. Order a sample packet today. But Regardless of how much background you have with gospel tracts, maybe you've never used one before, maybe you've used them all your life, regardless, I'd like to invite you. A personal favor to me would be you coming to Bible Tracks Incorporated. I'll give you our street address. It's 1925 South Main Street, Bloomington, Illinois, 61704. I'll give that again in just a little while if you need a, need a moment to grab a pen and paper. But from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m., we will be giving some informal tours of our ministry, showing you exactly what we do and how we do it. You will also have this opportunity, and I would treasure this if you get the chance. You'll have the chance to put together some packages that will literally go all over the world. I'd love for you to put your hands on this gospel material and even pray over it silently while you're assembling these packages and think about the opportunities for each one of these tracks. I would love to know if you can make it. We do have limited space, but don't let that keep you away. 
contact me. It's just two days away, November 7th, 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Again, the street address, you can Google it these days or GPS it, Bible Tracks Incorporated. But here's our street address one more time, 1925 South Main Street. That's Bloomington, Illinois, 61704. Please avail yourself of this opportunity. If you are going to come, text me, 309-316-7240. One more time, that's 309-316-7240. We would love to see you there. This ministry that's been around for eight decades, it has some amazing stories to tell, and I'd love to share some of those with you. And I would guess, if you know anything about our ministry, you may have more stories than I do, and I'd love to hear from you. It's not going to be me doing all the talking. We have Todd Lofbaum here, one of our office staff men, does such a phenomenal job. He will be here talking about our prison ministry. Austin Marriott will be talking about some of our new designs. He'll be talking about the order fulfillment. My wife will actually be on the premises, Lord willing. She'll be helping with some of the food. Did I mention there's free food? You can't go wrong with that. Free gospel tracks, free food. You need to be there. November 7th, two days from now, invite a friend with you if you would. Let's return to our discipleship study on sin. I'd like to talk about this, and Lord willing, we'll conclude this tomorrow. But let's get into this question right now. How bad is sin? Is it really that big of a deal? A little cursing, a little lying, a little lusting? Is it really that bad? People often say that times have changed. Call it situational ethics. The Bible says, though, that God hated sin over 2,000 years ago, and he still hates it today. God has not changed, though people might have. Our consciences have become seared, and we no longer recognize sin at times, do we? Sin often will not be called by its proper name of sin. It'll be called a mistake, or that was just a little faux pas. Let's see what the Bible has to say about that. The book of Genesis introduces sin's presence into the world. And the book of Revelation speaks of a new earth without the presence of sin. But in between are the sad results and effects of sin on the lives of people. There is so much that could be chalked up to sin, but let's look at it and try to mitigate its effects in our own lives. What is sin's definition? I'd like you to turn to Romans 3, if you would. The book of Romans in your Bible. Grab it, bring it close by, open up to Romans in the New Testament, chapter number 3. Sin, one definition is, is to miss the mark. If there is an object of perfection, if there is an opportunity for perfection and we sin, we miss the mark. You say, hold up a second. I don't think I could live up to that example. And you're exactly right. You see, friend, all of us are sinners. We were born that way. We can't help it. But actually, we can a little bit. If you've ever shot archery or even guns before, you know that the goal is to hit the mark, to hit the bullseye. God has given us a book of commands called the Bible. And when we fall short, no matter how close we come, it's called sin. Now, I'd like to give you some context on what we're talking about. What we are discussing here is from discipleship study number 13 on sin. Whenever someone lets us know that they have accepted Christ as their Savior, as a result of one of our tracks, 
we begin them on these discipleship studies. The goal being of having them come to a greater understanding of the decision that they just made, also becoming a stronger member of the family of God, for them to be given the tools that they need to become self-sufficient Christians. I don't mean self-sufficient in that they don't need any help from anyone else or that they don't need God, but just helping them grow in the family of God. And maybe you've identified for yourself that you are weak in some of the areas that we've talked about. We talked about stewardship and finances not long ago. We talked about the flesh versus the spirit. We talked recently about wisdom. Today we're talking about sin. If you would say, I've identified one of these areas that you personally need help with, contact us if you would. I'd love to send you one of these studies completely free of charge. Romans 3.23 says this. We're talking about sin now. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. In tennis, if a serve goes into the net or even lands out of bounds, it's called a fault. The same holds true with sin. We are to live our lives within the boundaries that God has set for us. This is helpful to ensure that we have a happier, more joyful life and can be more effective servants for God. What is a description of sin? No one, no one could ever paint sin as too dark, as too deadly. Here are a few descriptions to help us recognize what sin really is. Sin could be a weed in the garden of God. Sin is deceitful. Sin is full of color on the outside, but only black and white and useless on the inside. Sin is always disguised. Sin takes, but never gives. Sin brings pain and shame. It binds, it blinds, it's venom, it's a poison, it's a rabid dog at your heels. It's a leech that wants to drain every ounce of goodness, potential joy, and fulfillment out of your life. It is a parasite. That doesn't sound very interesting, does it? That doesn't sound like something I want to partake in, and yet I do every day. I'm not perfect. I never will be. But my goal? My goal is to fight off the effects of sin at all times. And I fail so often, but that's the goal. Let's find out what sin's devastation is like. My friend, sin has no bottom. Sin can never stand still. It's a cancer that destroys the body and the soul. Sin caused Cain to murder his brother Abel. Sin caused the city of Sodom to be destroyed. Sin caused King Herod to kill all of the baby boys under two years of age in his search and his lust to kill baby Jesus. Sin caused Joseph's brothers to sell him into slavery. Sin caused Saul to lose the kingdom. It caused Amnon to rape his own stepsister. Sin caused Absalom to try to destroy his own family. What is sin's devastation like? Well, it may start small, but it always ends up big. Sin always leaves scars. Sin, like a cute puppy, can grow up into a vicious mongrel. It'll make you stoop to do things you never imagined you would do. Here's a good illustration as we come close to the conclusion today. Years ago, a father tried to teach his son about how wrong and how hurtful sin was. Every time the boy did wrong, the father nailed a nail into the tree in the backyard. After several months, the boy was brokenhearted over all the nails in the tree, and he asked his dad, Could I take a nail out of the tree every time I do right, every time I do well? father agreed. Finally, the day came. 
The last nail was removed, and the boy thought he was going to be excited. Instead, it actually doubled his sadness. Though all the nails were out, the scars and the holes remained in the tree. Friend, you say, I'm a Christian. I can get away with a little bit of sin. No, friend. The scars of sin will always remain. You can always choose your own sin, but you can never choose the consequence. Friend, I'd like for you to join me tomorrow as we conclude this week of broadcasts, as we talk about sin. I'd also like you to join me in person at our open house, November 7th. Don't miss it. I would love to see you there. Connect with me if you need more information. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.